Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. So today I want to speak to you about confrontation. You know, when you don't agree with something or somebody, when one group doesn't agree with another group, and maybe it's a hostile disagreement or angry words. You you have to be bold sometimes when confronting things, but you also have to know what's worth confronting and what's worth walking away from. Every situation does not need to be confronted. If you are a skilled person at confrontation and you have a, a great variety of words and approaches you can take, good for you. But some of us, when we confront things, we always confront it angrily. We don't confront things at a stance of, all right, this is going to be more of a, I'm expressing myself. I'm letting you know what you did. I didn't like or what you said I didn't care for. I'm confronting this issue, but I'm doing it in a way I can leave happy knowing I did it. And you can leave knowing that. I let you know what happened and you had the ability to apologize to make it right, right? That's com confrontation. Um, confrontation sometimes can turn into condemnation. So condemnation is when you want to banish something. You want to condemn it. You want to just think of a condemned building. You get a big sticker on that building, some tape from the, the, the Department of Health saying, this building has been condemned. You are not allowed here. And what do they do? They abolish it. They knock it down. They build a road and they put up a mall, right? My mother, I grew up in a trailer park, I told you guys. And I remember it's been over a decade now, but I was in that area. Um, my mother had moved. And so where she moved to, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go check out where we used to live. And as soon as I got to the street, the entire area was gone. And when I say entire area, the entire area, we used to call it the hill. And we lived at the very bottom of the hill. And it was probably a mile, a mile and a half, two miles to the top of the hill. I used to walk that hill every single day. And at the top of the hill, there was a store. And one of my friends, Beverly, lived at the top of the hill. And I used to do babysitting at the top of the hill. But anyway, that entire area had been condemned. I don't know when it happened, but everybody who lived there had to move. Thank goodness my mom had already moved. But before she moved, they condemned the area she lived in. So condemnation or condemning something means to get rid of it, to say, I don't want it to exist anymore. I want it gone. But to confront something should mean, I don't like this. You know, we've got to change course. Let's confront this situation. It's situational. And let's see what we can do to make it better. Or I'm letting you know how I feel about this. I'm confronting this situation and I'm going to walk away afterwards. But I got to tell you, once again, do not confront 
everybody with the situation. There are people in power. You know, there are a lot of things that the president does that people don't like. You don't see people sending him angry letter, or maybe they do, but that can be taken out of text sometimes. And next thing you know, you have the FBI or the CIA or somebody knocking on your door. Some people just aren't worth the time. If you know somebody who is extremely confrontational, that's all they do. They're confrontational all the time and they wrong you. It might not be worth it to go talk to them and, and confront that situation. There is a difference. Know when to confront situations, know when to condemn situations, and know when to keep your mouth shut and keep it moving. Keep your pimp game on. Keep it, keep it pimping. Give you another great example. I was talking to somebody today about a, a conversation uh, Paula and I had one time about this young lady who really acted like she was my friend and I trusted her. And everything I was doing with my business, she stole all my ideas, all of them. And she started her own thing doing everything I was doing. And we totally stopped. I mean, when I say we stopped talking, we stopped talking. And so I used to think, man, if I see her again, I'm going to lay these paws on her. <laughs> I'm going to slap her left, right, left, right, drag her up and down the street. Tell people don't trust her. But as I grew up, I thought, you know, if I ever see her, I'm going to ask her, what kind of person can you be? to speak so highly of God and act like such a Christian, but this is what you do to people. That's the confrontation. At first, I wanted to condemn her. I wanted everybody to know what kind of person she was, so nobody screwed with her anymore. Then I wanted to confront her. But in the place I am now, she's not worth either. So I know to walk away from it altogether. No need to confront something you know somebody's either going to lie or make excuses for. And no need to condemn somebody who did something wrong because we all make mistakes every single day. I've wronged people and apologized and they forgave me. People have wronged me and I forgave them. People have wronged me and I didn't forgive them. I've wronged somebody before and I probably wasn't forgiven. I don't know. Just know when to use the power you have, who's worth your time, who's not worth your time, situational, what situations are worth confronting, which ones are worth condemning, which ones walk, are worth walking away from. I'm going to give you one more example. So, of course, you know, I was raised military, so I'm extremely used to diversity. I'm not used to any area of all one race. I've never lived around it. I've never seen it. I've never been a part of it. And with that, when you have friends of different races, you don't use hurting words to, um, what are they called? Vulgar words or despairing words to describe somebody's race or nationality, sexuality, whatever it is. You don't do that. You love people for who they are. Well, my friends had, my friends, excuse me, my kids had a friend who used to come over all the time. It was a boy. And they were jumping on the trampoline in the backyard. And the boy called 
another boy. The boy, he's Caucasian, he's a white boy. He called this other boy, African-American, a black boy, the N-word, and he pushed him off the trampoline. The boy got hurt. So, of course, I had to take the boy and talk to his parents, the black boy, let him know what happened, you know, because I'm liable. That's my yard, my trampoline. It didn't have the cover around it, and I was liable. So, of course, they they knew me. They were like, it's okay. Um, but the, the other boy, the boy who pushed him and used the N-word, I had to go let him know. You can't use those kind of words at this house. And wherever you learned it, you keep it there. But you're not welcome back here again until I see your mom. Let her know that. So I let the boy know how I felt. But I talked to him because he was a kid. I don't chastise somebody else's kid. I took care of the the other boy by taking him home and explaining to the parents. Well, a couple of days later, the boy's back in my house. I haven't seen his mom. Nothing's going on. So I go outside and I said, hey, Bubba, didn't I tell you you couldn't come back over here until I seen your mom? Yeah. I said, oh, okay. Get off my trampoline. Get out of my yard. Said it just like that. Then I walked down the street to his house, knocked on the door, told his mother to come outside. I'm in that there. But I knew to confront the situation. She, of course, swore she didn't know where he got that word. They don't use that word. She's got black friends, blah, 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 blah. I let her know that kind of language is not welcome at my house, around my house, around my kids. I don't even use that word. Nobody in my house uses that word. And I needed her to understand the importance of the community and the love we all share with each other. Me allowing her son to come over and play and, and have snacks and, you know, have pool table and all that to play. None of the violence or the harsh words or anything were allowed there. But I had to confront that situation because if I had not, I guarantee you another child would have been hurt or kids would have hated to see him coming. But confronted it, opened his mother's eyes to what was going on if she didn't know. And maybe the language she used around her child. It was worth it. That first situation I gave you was not worth my time. It was not worth me confronting. This is not a friend of mine. This is somebody who had an agenda. They got what they wanted and they're out of my life. The second situation, because it dealt with kids, especially, I needed to confront it. You guys use common sense when confronting and use God sense when condemning. All right. It's your girl, Sonia. I hope I made sense today. Remember, Led by Motivation is up and popping. It's www.ledbymotivation.com. Um, watch us. We're going to have a tour starting next, next year. I don't want to do it this year. We're available for other things this year, but we will be, <laughs> we'll be ready. And if you're in the Missouri area or close by within the, that tri-state area, get ready for a heck of a good time next year, February. I'm going to have, we're going to have singers. We're going to have an amazing presenter, a hostess, everything. It's it's just going to be amazing, and I'm going to feed people. So 
Look out for that too, ledbymotivation.com. Have a great day on purpose.